Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to Unsupervised Learning. This is Daniel Meisler, and this is episode 352. The audio sounds messed up. Apologies for that. I am away from my home studio. Starting off with security news, CISA, FBI, and NSA say an attacker broke into a U.S. military contractor, stole data, and stayed persistent for months. A note in the advisory originally described how to stay safe from Russia, but has since been removed. CISA, FBI, and NSA also released a list of the top CVEs being actively exploited by state-sponsored attackers in China. And third story here from CISA, they are ordering federal agencies to track assets and vulnerabilities, which I am very happy about. Criminals are starting to use de-authors and jammers to stop wireless cameras like Ring from recording them. Uber's former security chief has been convicted for concealing a felony. MITRE is about to release its attack campaigns, which, quote, describe a grouping of intrusion activity conducted over a specific period of time with common targets and objectives, end quote. Chain analysis estimates that $2 billion in cryptocurrency has been stolen across 13 separate cross-chain bridge hacks, the majority of which has been stolen this year. China's Great Firewall, which is both tech and an organization to support it, has been upgraded to detect more TLS-based censorship bypasses just in time for quote-unquote elections. It's now entirely too easy to implant false memories in adults, and the U.S. FCC is moving to ban spam text messages. Incidents, Lloyds of London is investigating a possible cyber attack after detecting unusual activity. Celsius is going through a bankruptcy and just filed a 14,532-page report. Unfortunately, that report also included the names of all customers and their recent transactions, including all of their executives. And congratulations to CrowdSec for raising $14 million for crowdsourced threat intelligence. They're a longtime sponsor and friend of UL, and I'm going to be doing a demo video of their solution soon. In addition, Eclipsium has raised $25 million to continue doing firmware security. Jupiter One, know what you're defending. Perhaps the biggest problem in cybersecurity today is that companies don't have a good understanding of what they're defending. Too many organizations don't have basic lists of their assets, and even more have many disjointed lists that aren't unified into a single system. Jupiter One solves this step zero problem by collecting everything you own into a single system of record. That includes DNS, cloud infrastructure, things listening on your perimeter, traditional servers and networks, endpoints, SaaS applications, and many other types of object. Finally, it links these together using graph-based technologies that allows you to ask complex attack surface questions like, show me all VMware-based systems owned by marketing that are associated with our crown jewels and that have something facing the internet. And you can start your free account at jupiter1.com slash unsupervised learning. 
Technology news. U.S. Twitter users are about to start seeing crowdsourced fact checks on tweets. Select people will be able to add notes to a tweet to give it context. The recent chess cheating scandal has been highlighting something known but ignored, which is humans really suck bad compared to computers. Like 2800 for humans versus 3500, and that 2800 is the best of the best of uh, grandmasters. So 3500 compared to 2800 is almost like an untrained child versus a skilled adult. It's not quite that vast, but it's pretty vast. And Elon just re-requested that his buyout of Twitter moves forward. To me, he's just become a giant troll in some respects, and he's quickly losing credibility. This reminds me of a pillow fight where you say you're done at the end, you lower your pillow, and then when your opponent does the same, you wallop the crap out of him. In other words, more stalling and diversion while he readies his troops. And again, another Elon story here. Um, his new thing is talking about the Everything app, which is basically a clone of WeChat in China. So you could think of it as a single app that does everything from shopping, like Amazon, to home food delivery, like DoorDash, rides like Uber, social media like TikTok and Facebook, and messaging like messages, texts, or Facebook, and all in one app. So this is evidently what he's excited about. I, I've been excited about that for quite some time. So hopefully it does happen, but it's hard to know right now if Elon is just going off about something or he's throwing a diversion. He's, uh, he's a crafty one. Human news, the U.S. manufacturing sector added nearly 500,000 jobs in the last year and is growing the fastest it has since 1984. And now the problem is finding enough workers, similar to reopening restaurants, it seems. The Biden administration has pardoned federal cannabis offenses, and he's calling on states to do the same. Unfortunately, there aren't many people in trouble for cannabis at the federal level. So it's very much a state thing, so we'll have to see who implements it. I imagine California will be on the list. And Gen Z is using TikTok as its search engine. Ideas and analysis. Something is wrong with meritocracy. My latest essay on a rotten assumption within meritocracy that not enough people are talking about. Reverse sugar babies. There's a thing called sugar daddies and sugar babies where rich men pay for the attention of young, attractive women. Barry Weiss just found a related phenomenon where the sugar babies are co-eds at elite colleges and the men don't make that much money. And here's the question. When it's a regular guy sending money to a woman who has all the options in the world and will likely live a very good life no matter what, who in this situation, if anyone, is being taken advantage of? I'm reminded of the fact that prostitution is not legal in many advanced countries. Well, it's not legal for the woman. Or actually, it's not illegal for the woman. It's illegal to purchase prostitution in those countries, not to provide it. Anyway, not really the same thing, but it's not easy for me to find a villain or a victim in this Stanford sugar baby situation, but it still reeks to me of unhealth. And to me, the punchline is a recurring one, which is loneliness. Uber CISO conviction. Uber's former CISO has been convicted in a lot of the security communities seems to think this is bad for CISOs because it places blame on them for hacks. That's not my read, however, because this guy wasn't convicted for getting hacked, or at least not according to the jury. According to the jury, he was convicted of hiding the hack, which is a big difference. The center of the issue was ambiguity around whether or not external researchers were extorting them or doing more of a bug bounty thing. Most, including the jury evidently, 
seemed to believe that it was more like extortion and should have been reported as a hack or an incident, which it wasn't. But again, that's this is all speculation from the outside. You know, unless you're part of the insider group or have seen all the evidence like the jury, it's, it's hard to really armchair quarterback this thing. Revolutionary new Dirac coming. There's a new technology coming out soon that audiophiles will absolutely love. It's a total phase change, in my opinion, for getting good sound from speakers in a room. Not evolutionary, revolutionary. So the problem with speakers in rooms is that when you listen, you're largely listening to the room as much as or more than the speakers. Because sound bounces off of stuff, most importantly walls, and the way we've dealt with this in the past is one equalization to counteract the bounces, and that's mostly manual equalization. Two was absorbing or diffusing the bounces, and most recently is uh, DSP, which is number three, which is uh, using software essentially to do the equalization for you, which is what I use, well actually I use one and two, or actually two and three, and the leader in that DSP space is Dirac. And uh, it's D-I-R-A-C, all capitalized and pronounced Dirac for some reason. And it works by sampling places all over your room, listening to the direct sound plus your reflections, and then building the perfect sound modification profile within your music source. Well, now Dirac is about to do something completely crazy. They're about to include a new tool into the game, which is active dampening. So rather than just doing filtering and equalizing, they're going to detect the balances that are hitting various speakers. And this is better the more speakers that you have and the more spread out they are. And then play countering sounds from various speakers to nullify them. So now you'll have much more like a super high quality room within which to do normal direct tuning. So it's almost like a dead room. It's almost like a hyperbolic chamber. So uh, really cool. It's not out yet. I think some people have the beta, but... I cannot wait to mess with this. Next one here, population crisis. There's a lot of disagreement about what's happening to total global population. Elon thinks there's an underpopulation threat, but even most demographers that disagree with him think total population will peak sometime in the second half of this century before stabilizing or starting to decline. Remember, though, Elon also thought FSD would be easy and that we'd be on Mars by, like, whatever, last Friday. So smart doesn't always mean measured, but I do find it fascinating that we aren't facing this runaway train of exponential growth like I grew up hearing. Turns out people have better conditions, just it basically equates to fewer children. And, of course, that's assuming we don't kill ourselves in the meantime. Notes, I'm experimenting with doing shorter summaries of news stories in the news sections, like one to three sentences max, and then taking my analysis into the ideas and analysis section, uh, like I just did, actually. And I get uh, a lot of comments saying how much they like my one-liner summaries or two sentences or whatever. But a lot of people also want the analysis, so I'm hoping this would be a nice composite of the two. Discovery, Git5 is an OSINT tool for investigating various data about people through their GitHub profiles. Arsenal is a simple shell script used to install the most important tools and requirements for your environment and save time in installing all these recon tools. Max Tegmark thinks there's a one in six chance of nuclear Armageddon. Automating C2 infrastructure using Terraform, Nebula, Caddy, and Cobalt. Moving files in ZSH using ZMV. There's a webcam in San Francisco that's been running since 1994. 
Earth's rotation captured beautifully by a video that locks onto a fixed point in the sky. The AI spellcasting metaphor, the crisis of men and boys, secure your machine learning with SimGrep, and stable diffusion illustrated. And the recommendation of the week. Consider rereading some of your favorite books. You're a different person each time, which makes it a different book each time. And the aphorism of the week, life is neither good nor evil, but a container for good or evil. Life is neither good or evil, but a container for good or evil. Marcus Aurelius. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.